Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to part two of an athlete's journey. I'm your host, Travis Reed. Here still with my man, you know, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Armstrong. And like I said, we we left off part one of you just being through with it after getting released in Cleveland off some politics. Sounds like some politics stuff, yeah. um, you know, between the coach and the GM, you know, fighting over 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 whatever, how you were being used in the in the system of the team. So what happens after that? Shoot, man, I I took my tail back to the crib. <laughs> I, I, I have I had bought a house, right? I had bought mm-hmm. a house in 2013 because especially after the experience in 2012, being on four teams in four months, I was I was like, I'm I, the one thing you're not gonna do is have me not knowing where I'm gonna go, lay my head down. So <laughs> I was able to to fortunately buy a house, and that was kind of a crazy situation because my time in Dallas, as I go back a little bit. I was kind of off and on the roster for a little bit. Cause you know, they got to cut you and bring on a, bring somebody up for matchups and then they bring you back. And there was a time in there where Washington, uh, Dallas had cut me and I'm in the middle of trying to buy this house. So if y'all know anything about it, that you got to have a job, right? You can't just be <laughs> unemployed and try to buy a house. So uh, once once they found out the the lender that I was unemployed, they were like, yo, um, you got to get it. You got to have a job. And so the the Giants had called and they were going to work me out. And so mm-hmm. I literally, I was like, I bet. You know, uh, my, my wife took me to the airport and I'm, I'm sitting in, in, the, in the terminal. I'm waiting. And my flight's at like three. I look up, it gets delayed. It's like, still like four. I'm like, all right, flight's delayed. It gets delayed to five. Then my phone rang. And it's the, it's the, uh, it's my guy, Will McClay, calling from Dallas. He's like, what are you doing? Because they got word that I'm about to go do this workout with New York. And I'm right. like, I'm trying to get a job. Like, y'all playing around. He's like, no, 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 we're going to sign you. And so they ended up signing me. And before I could tell the airline that I wasn't going to get on the plane, they had uh, New York already canceled my flight. So I called. Oh, wow. Yeah. I spent like three hours just sitting in the airport because the flight kept getting delayed. And I mean, you got to think, I mean, I think that's the universe just saying, Hey man, you don't need to go up there. You can stay here. And, um, but yeah, after the time in Cleveland, man, it was just at that point where I knew, I I knew things were winding down and, Mm -hmm. And going way back to my time first getting into into Miami, like I I had been reading books. Uh, Dave Ramsey has a book, the Total Money Makeover, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just reading that book. And I read a story about this couple that was like 25, 26. They had all this debt, and then they saved it, paid it off. And I was like, man, I'm in that age range. Like I can relate to this. So I started trying to you know get my monies in order. It was fortunate to get to the league and actually get a little bit of higher influx of cash. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had already started thinking about what's after football. I already started oh, okay. learning about the oh. benefits. And so in 2013, I for, to actually 2014, that's when I got my real estate license because mm-hmm. I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out what to do next. I ain't got nothing to do. I ain't got mm-hmm. no job. You know what I mean? I'm just at the house. So I got my real estate license, started uh, active, actively selling real estate in January 2015. Um, I'm in the, going into year number nine. Actually, I'm in year nine now, going into year 
uh, 10 here in a little bit. So um, it's been a journey, man, just to learn how to handle that. But honestly, the transition from playing mm-hmm. to to civilian life, if you will, that's tough. That oh, is tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've told folks, to me, it, it took me about three years to finally mm-hmm. get past everything because mm-hmm. you're like, you're at a point where everybody knows you and loves you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you're an afterthought. <clears throat> Right. And then you kind of go deep down into this little depression, you know, this depressive state. Yeah. And yep. in varying, varying levels for varying people, depending on your support and cast mm-hmm. and who's around you. Um, and then you just kind of work your way back out. Right. Like for me, it was I was number one. The first year I was I was bitter and angry looking at all these guys running routes, covering, doing the things I used to do and doing the things I know damn well I can still do at a high level. So I'm mad at that. Didn't really watch football. But when I did, I was just hating the whole time. And that yeah. Was and, you know what I'm saying? Man, look at him. Oh, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, you like, yeah, know him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then year two, I don't think I watched football. Like, Sunday came around, I would purposely find something else to do from one. And, like, at least that was not catching them 12 o'clock games. Because that's like all football. Yeah, no, no, Sundays all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So I would I would go find some. I'm in the yard working, I'm doing anything but watching football. Cause I already knew I was just gonna be completely, you know, angry and just sad and (laughs) upset about it. Yeah. Finally, that third year coming out, man, I was like, all right, so I'm not playing ball. Like I finally kind of got to that point where I'm like, I'm not gonna be playing football. And I was able to start to enjoy the game again and and just to watch it, you know, just Mm -hmm, to watch mm -hmm. it. Still wasn't really interacting with, you know like the fans and things like that, just occasionally just jumping on stuff. But it took three years, man. It took a tough, a good three years to just kind of come out of that. And I'm fortunate to have, have my wife and have my family, have friends to be around and have things to do. Cause I can, I could see where if I didn't have anything to do and yeah, the big thing, yeah. I, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be a statistic. You hear all about the statistics of, of where they say within three years, that you're done playing ball, you're going to be divorced and broke and bankrupt. And that's how that was the, the statistic. And I knew I didn't want to do that. Right. right. So I just, that's why I immediately got into work and just tried to start doing anything I could um, to keep myself busy and get active and, and to chase something else. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, at that point, I didn't want to be, the old football player that's still trying to play the young man's game. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I've already played in the lower levels and I've played with, with guys who had been in the league or had shots at the league and have kind of worked their way down and they're trying to go back up. But I came in from the bottom. So I got to learn from the people who went D one and had, you know, camp tryouts and they, so I got to learn from their experiences and just take their skills and, apply it to my game as I work my way up the journey. So oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting just how it worked out, but I knew, cause I, I remember turning down an opportunity to go play in Canada. And a guy called me you know, Brandon Banks. He was a you know, former teammate. He was like, Hey man, we could use you up here in Hamilton. Da, da, da. And then I was like, nah, man, number one, I was like, frankly, it's not enough money. You know, I, I, I would like to get paid more, but then other than that, I was just like, 
I don't want to take somebody else's spot. You know, I mean, there's another kid that's 23, 24 that's trying to get to where I'm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I already, I already did that. I don't want to be 35, 36. No knock if you are, you know, but I'm not trying to be that guy. Still trying to do it. Yeah, right? still trying to hang on, just to hang on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was like, like, I, would I go back? Would I have went back to playing the league? Absolutely, I would have. But it would have been, frankly, it had to be the right situation. Like, yeah. I feel like at this point, if somebody would have called, I'd have been like, look, what's the deal? What's the truth? Like, are you really, is this a camp body thing? Or is this an opportunity to actually make the roster be in the top four or five people on the, on the field? I don't got to start. Like, I get that. Like, I'm, I completely understand. But right. what what's, is this, how is this going to work out? If it wasn't going to be one of those mutual, like, honest conversation, I ain't want no part of it. Didn't mm. want no part. No, it makes sense. It actually makes sense. It's kind of how I ended myself. It was situations where I got offered uh, in, yeah, ironically in Canada and yeah. offered in London. And just the money wasn't, you know, like what I was like, I could just go play to play kind of thing. Like just say I'm a professional basketball player and go make this certain amount of money. But I I was like, I don't want to go play for that. You know, I don't I want to, I can work here and be in the States, be around my son because he was young at the time and, uh, you know, just be around him, you know, rather than, like I said, just trying to hold, like you said, just trying to hold on just to say, like, I'm still professional basketball playing, even though I'm only making 3,000, 4,000 a month or whatever, you know, like I'm barely paying, you know, this and that. uh, Yeah, I just like, nah, man, I'm going to just figure out, you know, what I got to do now. It took a little bit longer than I expected to figure out what I wanted to do. But, you know what I'm saying? But um, I eventually found it. So, yeah. Um, The funny thing is, like, the last year, last year, uh, one of my old teams was like, just come out of retirement. I'm like, boy, you crazy. You know? (laughs) I'm over 40. I ain't, no, no, I'm cool. (laughs) I'm cool. I'm good now. I'm good now. I mean, I, I played some flag football. But like I'm even selective about that, right? Because I'm like I I got friends that's like they tear ACL and stuff, and I'm like I ain't, I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, I'm not trying like, to be all heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't need to be out there risking all of that. Like it was it's fun to get out there and compete and throw around, but like if you want to juke me, I'm gonna let you juke me. I'm taking the first move. I am not doing the second. <laughs> right? If you're gonna give me all this wiggle. I'm going to do the first one. Y'all can put me on any highlight you want to, but I am not about to get hurt out here messing with y'all. So Agree. I'll be I'll be playing a little pickup, a little grown man league. I'll be trying to – whatever's the, like, the stack team, because I'll be trying – I only want to go by 65. I don't yeah. want to go any higher than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, one time I tried to go a little bit higher, pull my, pull my calf muscle, was out for like a month. I was oh, yeah. See? 65, like, you know 65. What? <laughs> You're like, you know what? I don't even want to be. See, that mean, I, I, I feel you on that because I, I had never really played basketball a lot. And mm-hmm. I started to play at the you know local gym. It was a, a lifetime fitness or whatever. Yeah. And early in the morning, it was a group of guys that was like 40 and up, you know, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm like, I'm not that good. I can't dribble. I can shoot sometimes. I can jump. I got right. effort. But I'm like, y'all got a good pace I can go with. Right, but at noon, the noon crew was like the all the cats that was like really trying to hit it. They D league guys, you know, former D one guys. Like you mess around, get be off the court, and don't get to get back on type of thing because it'd be so deep. 
I was like, I played in that one a couple times. I was like, nah, that's that's too much for me. Oh that's yeah, you got the yeah. Like I'm not like I don't really care. Like I'm not. I, some dudes be taking it way too seriously. Like, dude, this is a it's a park and rec league. You out here taking charges? I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, so blocking. blocking. Yeah, I'm like, like dude, what? like dude, like, ain't that it? Let the layup go. Like, come on, man. Yeah. So, but, but now, nah, okay. Now, I do have a question for you. Like, based off your experience um, of, like, you know, how your whole journey of football ended, what would be your best advice for the next, you know, like, next Armstrong, you know, if you had, you know, so what would be your best advice for them? Man, set the bar high. Set the bar high. I, I was training a, a kid who was transitioning to play receiver, baseball kid, and, and really good, but then he was – moving to play receiver and I'm like what's your what's what why are you out here what do you want to do he was like well I want to play in the NFL but I got to get to college first so I want to play college that's my goal and I'm like scrap that throw that away don't even like it's not you're not I'm not saying don't worry about college but mm-hmm. you want to get to the league right right you got to set that goal as your as your top one like on my shirt it say set the standard mm gotta set that thing high and just live up to that right the chips mm-hmm. are gonna fall where they where they fall so like when i see kids it's like oh i just i want to play at ut or i want to play at sc or i want to play with or ucla wherever and sometimes that's all they get to mm. and the one thing i i had always was like i want to get to the nfl i want to play in the league and i got there and i was like okay i got to get on the field you know and then after that I was like, okay well shoot i'm on the field and then I never really recalibrated to find something higher, right? right so right. my biggest advice, man, is just to dream, dream big. It sounds so cliche, but you really got to set yourself with a goal that almost seems too big. Like, mm. it just seems like mm. you don't know. I don't know how. And I, frankly, when I was in Odessa, I said, bro, I don't know how I'm going to get to the league. I'm in Odessa, Texas. We are living in a college dorm. All right? <laughs> We're practicing in a parking lot. This is not televised. And I want to get to the NFL. And I was like, I know I can play. I just got to get in the right pot, the right situation. Just, you know, I knew where I wanted to get to. I just had to just keep going in that, that right direction. So mm-hmm. dream big mm-hmm. and just set that standard. But then make sure you, everything you do has to align with where you're trying to get to. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like you can't. You can't just because you're in Odessa, you can't really be like, eh, I'm just in Odessa. I'm gonna do this. Nah, you gotta treat that thing like you like you already in the league. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the what it is. And don't be afraid of adversity. Don't be mm-hmm. afraid of adversity because any any path you travel is gonna have some hard spots. Mm-hmm. And and I've found that anytime that you have difficulty, there's always triumph right after it. You don't know how long it's going to be. But after that, it's generally like, oh, man, this is cold. This is nice. Uh, let's see. Here's a weird word of wisdom I got from a random guy on the beach. We had went to the Atlantic City, and my wife in there jumping in the water. She's jumping waves and stuff going underneath. I don't, I'm like, I don't do that. I'm going <laughs> to water up some of these. I might jump into a little bit of a wave, but I ain't going underneath. I've seen too many things on TV. Um, and this this, uh, this, uh, this older gentleman just kind of walks up next to him and he's like, you should just go in. It's, it's, it's all calm past the waves. It's all calm once you get past the waves. And I was like, 
that's a word right there. Like all of that turbulence, all of that difficulty that you see. And you're like, oh my God, uh, this is hard. This is, I don't want to get up at five in the morning or three in the morning to go work out. Like all of those, that, that adversity that you got to go through, once you get through it, you realize, oh, this ain't that bad. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's calm after that. It's all okay. good after that. You just got to push and just get take through the storm. Jump. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. The storm. Just get through the, get storm, through the storm because storm. after that, it's, it's, it's frankly, it's just as smooth on this side as it is on that side. But this is just a, a visual. It's, it's, it's a deterrent. It, it's mm-hmm, meant to, mm-hmm. it's meant to get you to turn back. And if you get used to not turning back, then you're gonna make it wherever you want to get to. Like just, just be steadfast persistent and just keep rocking man because if you know where you want to go and just keep working towards it that's it uh oh i'll give you another one i came up with this one myself there, there are some journeys in life that are going to be you have to go alone mm-hmm. there's some mm-hmm. necessary journeys where the path ain't but one person deep mm-hmm. right like you you go in there you look back it's dark you're like where everybody go and then you look forward it's dark but you just got to keep going Sometimes them people that 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 seem to have disappeared back there, they gonna pull up at the other. The real ones are there on the other side waiting on you. But there's some journeys you just gotta go through solo. Like you don't gotta tell nobody what you're trying to do. You just over there just chopping wood, and it's hard. It's difficult, and you think people hating on you because they ain't supporting you. They don't gotta. They don't know your what you're going through. They don't know what you're trying to do. That ain't their dream. So why right. should they even care? Right? Like they could be like, Oh, okay. Good job, Anthony. Yeah. Whatever. You playing ball in no death. I remember having a friend of mine. It was like, you still playing football? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fast forward five years. I'm in the league. He's like, dude, you, dude, you playing football? Oh, my can I get tickets to the game? And I'm like, ah, I already used them. Like I don't got no tickets. Right. So it's just, there's some parts of your journey right. that's going to be solo dolo, man. You can't be afraid of that. That makes a lot of sense. And obviously you made a successful transition and you kind of knew, like you said, like you, you actually made the transition while you were still kind of playing going into real estate and having a full-time job and understand, I think a lot of us, we just kind of struggle with that because we don't know what we want to do because basketball, football has been our whole life for so long. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean, my, mine was, I, I honestly was, I was trying to get away from football. Yeah. Like, I, I was yeah. so mad at it. Right. That I didn't want to, I want, I didn't want to go coach. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to coach and get back into that same field because I'd be over there hating on the dude I'm coaching. <laughs> see, coach, you see him drop that pass? He man, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't want that. I I, I didn't want to be in that. And and just real estate, I was I was thinking like, man, when we have kids, I want to be around them. I want to be involved. I, I, I didn't want to be living out of a suitcase like you do during the regular season. Like, you just keep a bag packed. And I had friends who coach high school and they're like, I don't see my kid wake up. And I don't see him go to bed during the season. I didn't have kids at the time, but I knew I didn't want that. I didn't yeah. want that. I, if yeah. I was going to coach, I was going to be like, look, uh, I'm going to get here at this time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I need to be home to, to put my kids in the bed. Like, them were probably going to be my two two rules of, of any job I was going to take. And, you know, I you know just didn't really know. But either way, I found my way to real estate. And that's just been a different challenge in and of itself. Uh, but, but now I'm kind of getting back more involved with the football side of things, maybe not necessarily on the field, but at least talking the game and watching tape. And, you know, I, I really, you know, you, you re realize 
you like, man, I, I do love this, right? I love this thing. This is this is what I do. So that's where I'm at right now. No, that makes a lot of sense. I think for myself, I didn't watch basketball for a couple of years. You know, yeah. like I didn't I, I was really just off of it. Um, you know, mad. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I might have watched a Laker game if they were in the playoffs. Yeah. But if they were sucking, I was like, oh, I really ain't watching nothing, you know. Like I was like, that's why I got I kind of got into football because I was watching more football than I was basketball. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I knew like, okay, this, 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 this. You know, I'm not saying I know what you know, but as a yeah. fan, I watch it, you know, like I'm watching you know, football. So I was, I was, I mean, a real, real fan. So, well, like I said, I want to say thank you, Anthony, man, for everything, man, for coming on to the show, man. Gosh, like I said, I love you. I love your journey. Such a success story, man. And like I said, it's such a grind, you know, like the fact that you had to start, you know, (laughs) three different leagues went to four teams in one year I don't even like, I, you know, the, I did that, you know, my first year overseas, I was in yeah. four different countries, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I feel you on that. And, you know, and you probably didn't know nobody over there either. Oh no. I was out. The funny story about that. I was trying to come home. I was going to like, you know, i talked to my girl at the time and, you know, I thought I was going to shoot. I was going to be like, she was going to be like, Oh baby, come home. And she was like, what you going to do? You better stay out there. I was like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was gonna get some 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 woman loving, and she was like, "Nah," because I already knew what my dad was gonna say. My dad was in the military, so he was like, "Suck it up, come on, son," you yeah. know. And I was like, "Oh, dad, I just you know you know." So, but yeah, though my first year, I went from Bogota, Colombia, to Poland, to France, to Belgium, and then I finished. And then I finished that year in Holland. So. Yeah, so that was like international. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been all over, man. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's well, crazy. Yeah. So I do have a, one last question for you. Always ask at the end of the show. You know, at, at every athlete uh, or person is, at one point of their, you know, career or life, um, always go through the low point. Always has a low point. So I want to know how did you get at out of your lowest point. Was it family? Was it God? Was it yourself? How did you get out of the lowest point? Man. One is you have a support system around you, mm-hmm. but honestly, I don't think it's their responsibility to like lift you up. Like at some point you just got to look and say, man, this ain't, this ain't it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, you just you look around you like this just this, this ain't it like you gotta you gotta sit there the same way that you wanted to bench 225 you gotta get over there and start pushing weights right like right 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 if you having a hard time like maybe you gotta open up and talk to somebody a little bit but I'm 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 a guy where it's like look I'm I'm want I want more solutions rather than you to console me. Mm, right okay, you know what okay. I mean I was, don't don't just rub like like you say your girl like what you gonna do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what you needed to like keep playing ball. But sometimes people want somebody just to, to pat them on the back. Oh, it's okay. Just come on home. That ain't it. That ain't it. See, some of these battles you got to take for yourself and just understand if you look back and understand what you've already come through, then it ain't nothing but the same thing over again. It's just in a different package. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've been in hundred degree training camps. I've been knocked out on the football field. I've, I mean, and once again, go back to my mom, single parent. The husband dies and I and I'm just realizing this 
and learning really he went to the hospital just because he something he didn't feel right and never came back mm. so so i couldn't imagine you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. okay cool mm-hmm. all right all right babe we'll see you in a little bit and then oh damn you did like i couldn't imagine what my mama went through i don't got nothing to complain about you know what mm. I mean? I don't got nothing to complain about. It was just always get back down, keep keep chopping wood. My mom always told me be positive, keep a smile on your face, um, and just keep working hard. And, and that's the way it goes, man. But I will say this though: getting older, if you need to talk to somebody, talk to them. Mm. And mm-hmm. I and I can mm-hmm. truly say, like your show, Travis, and being able to interact with other athletes, because I've learned that we're we're wired different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. wired different i was talking to a former a teammate this morning this morning about how it's just like our mentalities are different it's not the same as what the normal society and public thinks and how they act you know what i mean agreed, so agreed on that we're great teammates and but sometimes like we don't necessarily know how to lead all the time we don't know how to get through stuff we used to having a coach tell us what to do you know, mm-hmm. we used to having some sort of a guidance and it, it, it can be a struggle, but being able to talk with people you played with and, and who've gone through it is, is going to be, I would say, probably your best bet to survival and making sure that you can get past this just mm-hmm. tough times, man, because we've all gone through something. Uh, you just got to find somebody you can confide in and lean on. Agree, 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 agree. Well, like I said, once again, thank you. Please, uh, you know, give me information so people can follow you. You know, you know, if we have any listeners, listeners in Texas, they can get to your real estate company, all that stuff. You know, yeah. Hit me up on uh, Twitter. I just changed my Twitter to Rated Armstrong, so it's the same across all social platforms: uh, Instagram, Twitter. TikTok, I don't be dancing over there, but I got it. <laughs> um, and then, man, check out agentarmstrong.realtor, man. That's my real estate website. If you are in Texas or you want to invest down this way, holla at your boy. I'll take great care of you. Um, the market is good, man. It's a little bumpy, but it takes a little education, man. I got you. Yeah, no, I got you. Like I said, if I did move to, to, to Texas, I would definitely be using you. Um, yeah, like I said, because I'd be like, man. Five hundred thousand or a five bedroom house for one hundred fifty thousand, and it's probably in the middle of the sticks. <laughs> but they be making the house look sweet, though. The house be looking oh, awesome. It's gonna be fire. Yeah, but, be fire. but he be like, man, look, it's like Freddy Krueger and Jason out here in the trees. You so know what I'm saying? Hell is the grocery store? <laughs> got to grow your own food and stuff. Right, right, right. You got a kid. I got to kid my own chickens. I gotta have my own chickens and own greens and all that. Nah. I'm cool. Be sometime. You don't yeah. want to do that. You don't want to do that. No, nah, I'm cool. You're I'm not cool. A farmer. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I have. I have no idea. I hate the bugs. I, so I'm. I'm a city boy. I have uh, no. I have no. Uh, I don't. I'm not. I don't. I don't like camping. <laughs> I don't like none of that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not camping either. So I feel you there. Yeah, I'm not. You know, people are like let's go sit under the stars. Yeah, I can look at that in my hotel room. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. What up? Uh, like I said, thank you again. Um, you can follow me at Travis W. Reed. That's uh, R-E-E-D, uh, Travis W. on Instagram and Travis W. Reed on Facebook. Post all my social media on both of those sites. I do have a TikTok as well. It's Travis Reed. But I like I said, I don't be on it as much like you do. Travis, Travis um, that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, too, I'm too, I'm 6'8", so I just 
You know, it's it's a height limit for them TikTok challenges. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. You, you, you too big to ride. That <laughs> yes, ride. they do. Man, you too big to be doing TikTok dance. <laughs> um, you know, I, I am on Twitter as well, Travis Reed UCLA, and that's how you know he found me because we're on the same network. Um, and if you uh, if you're you know interested in a book club or joining a book club, I have one on LinkedIn. Uh, Travis Reed, a book club journey. So if you add me on LinkedIn, Travis Reed, and then I, I'll add you on to the book club. You know, like we, we, yeah, we have. You know, I have. You know, a lot of stuff. So yeah, want to say thank you. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm. A, you talk about this book club before you go. Give me one book. Give me one book that, okay. that you would recommend right now. Oh, okay, well, I get. I can give you two. Uh, Can't hurt me by David Goggins. Uh, okay, you know that's a great one. And there is another one called Brainwashed by Tom Burrell. You know, it's a it's brainwashed. Yeah. yeah, those are like the two insane ones I've read over the years. You know, I just kind of like over like the last three years, uh, I read about, you know, 50 books so far, um, maybe a little bit more, you know, like maybe like 55. But yeah, I just every year it was like I read 14, two years ago, 16. Now I'm, 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 my goal is to get 20 in a, in a year, but it's, it's, I ain't gonna lie. Like it's hard in the summer when you don't, you, you know, you're doing a lot of different stuff. So, uh, but yeah. So like I said, if you ever look for, you know, like a book club, like I said, I, I do that too. Um, but thank y'all. And like I said, if you're looking for that Travis Reed Athlete Journey merch, uh, DM me, um, or message me, or DM me on Instagram or message me on Facebook and I'll send you that out myself personally. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.